Mikey and Rinny A show about the serious and not so serious parts of our edible world. Let's eat. Thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody. Welcome to Mikey and Ren Eden. This is Mikey. <laughs> this is Ren. I didn't have any AKs this week. Let's not. AKA Tennis Tommy is what I'm calling myself. Yeah, Mikey's been tennising it up. I used to play tennis in high school, and my dad's a big tennis player, and I've just gotten back into it recently. And uh, and it's hard. Yeah. And I've been feeling... Um, We've both been dealing with back problems in our house. (laughs) (laughs) And I just feel like tennis helps, but it also keeps it at like, it just keeps it at a steady boil, Mm -hmm. a simmer. Mm -hmm. So it's Mm -hmm. like, it doesn't really get it feeling better, but it doesn't make it feel that much worse. It just kind of makes it feel Mm -hmm. all the time. What do you do after your tennis match to help your body? I eat a fair (laughs) amount of Swedish fish. No, I'm actually, I've been eating Scandinavian swimmers, which is the Trader Joe's version of Swedish fish. Ooh, yeah. I, that's the best. I love that as a knockoff name. It's Scandinavian really good. swimmers. And they're so good. They're like, they use natural coloring, like beet, spirulina. I can't remember what else. Turmeric, maybe. Um, God, they're so good. But what you're implying is that I don't stretch. That, that is what I'm Or implying. drink enough water. Correct. Yeah, I don't do either of those things. <laughs> I used to just be able to recover. I know. It's not the case anymore. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> because you are of advanced paternal age. Oof. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How's it fucking feel? Advanced not, paternal age. Not good. I like it. Not good. Yeah. For those of you that have listened to the show for a while or have um, been in a hospital anytime recently, it's condescending. <laughs> Uh, the terms that they use. And uh, yeah, we the one that we've latched onto the most and talk about almost every episode is geriatric pregnancy. Um, and I men get very few things attached to them. Yeah. Because we don't have to go to the hospital that much. Right. Like well, and you kind of age dumb. and you like get more distinguished. Yeah. Like, like people want to fuck George Clooney so much more now than they did definitely. 20 years ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. Just a little note on who we are. If this is your first time, we're oh, coming sure. into your ears. Bring them in. Um, I am Rin, Corinne, Hi. a.k.a. Corinne. Corinne. A.k.a. Uh, and I am an acupuncturist, an herbalist, and lover of all things edible. True. And not edible, but <laughs> edible things are really my joy. Tries to make most things edible. Yeah. She's sucking on a tennis ball right now. mm Yum, yum, yum. Fuzzy. Furry fun. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm Mikey. Uh, I'm a chef and certified fat kid. Uh, I like to snack, a.k.a. snack boy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, and I, I, so I do food innovation for a living. I help, like, invent new foods. And I think, you know, one of the reasons we have this show is we always like to bring together kind of like, you know, Rin. Rin is kind of the more studious. And especially when it comes to food, she's like, she eats very intentionally. And I just kind of, I eat Swedish fish because it's like there and I'm hungry and I'm snacky. <laughs> and so our show is, is is about all things food. We have a new baby. So that's like a lot of what the show is about. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And yeah, we've been eating. I mean, he we're we are feeding our baby. We're we're parenting at this point at like 160% of what we need to be doing. <laughs> Let's be fucking real. Well, I think that's how we've done most things, right? So for those of you that are just now listening for the first time or first dish time, we've also had a really long, yeah, pretty bumpy road to get this little babe sure. in our lives. Yeah. Um came out of the road on three wheels. <laughs> Oh <laughs> no windshield. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like screaming around Drag. the corner. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we did um IVF, had some assisted fertility experience. Yes, indeed. And um and he was our final embryo. True. We we had three. He was our final little nugget. Yeah. And um, yeah, so we were able to have our our bio baby with yeah. what we wanted, and it's been um just really incredible right. to have him. It's, all finally. those things are very true. <laughs> but I think we've also like we've never known chill. Like we've never very true. We've yeah. never known chill pregnancy. Mm-hmm. We've never known like not worrying that, you know, because the labor was also really difficult. They like almost lost Rennie. And uh so like when it came time to like let's feed our kid, it, it's like we we're just going at it like <laughs> full fucking gusto. Like there's there's very few pouches happening in this kid's life. It's like last you know this last night this morning he had you know we had like a like a kind of a poached a pan seared poached salmon, um, and then he's got you know like beautiful cheese. He's got these unbelievable like fruits and things from our backyard. And then we're also doing you know we're doing baby led weaning. Um, and we're letting him kind of like steer the ship on a lot of stuff. We're like, you know, we're letting him hold, you know, serve himself his own food. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, spoon feeds himself. Um, and then also we've been giving him like real looking food the mm-hmm. whole time, you mm-hmm. know, like, and what I think is super fun is, is we're doing like basically our meal mm-hmm. and then Riggy style meal. Yes. So what, tell us what we had last night, like what we did. Yeah. Last night was one of my favorites. And I think what we'll do is um, if you check out uh, Mikey and Rin on Instagram, we'll have some pics yeah. of the meal side by side and what it, what it looks like for us and then for baby. Right. Um, so basically we did like kind of poke bowls. Yeah. Um, so I got some beautiful salmon. We have this amazing company called Flying Fish that, uh, that, procures all kinds of sea delights and um, so we're in portland oregon and yeah they they have they're amazing sushi grade salmon like that's the it's the wildest salmon i've ever seen so beautiful it's so delicious oh my god so (laughs) mikey and i had um some salmon belly Mm -hmm. and then i got some coho salmon for um for the little the little little guy and we yeah like mikey said um we ate ours raw we cooked it up for him, took the skin off and, you know, kind of cooked it. Mikey was actually the, the fish cooker. Yeah. And, um, you know, cooked it so that it's sort of still soft. He didn't like sear anything necessarily. Been, most of the meat that we've been cooking for him, I will sear and I'll cook it kind of like I would normally cook ours. And then at the end, I'll kind of steam it almost. Mm-hmm. Like I like mm-hmm. add a little broth or liquid to the pan. That's a really good technique because yeah. it's been super helpful, I think, especially for things like a turkey burger. Right. Um, which can get really crispy. tight and dry. And yeah. it's all, it's also just – it's hard when things get like crispy on the edges because, mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't have – he has two little teeth, which are great for biting nips off. Definitely. Not so great for fucking breaking down crispy protein. So, so yeah, so they just hit it with that. Usually put a lid over it and then it just kind of steams it, keeps it soft. So we can either break it up for him or he can break it up like in his hands or mouth. Yeah. It's a really, it's a cool technique that I, I just didn't think of. Um, 
And then, yeah, so inside of our poke bowls, there was some sushi rice, uh, cilantro, green onions, carrots, cucumbers. Um, what else did we have well, in there? And then we hammered it with all of – so there's this new – fuck, I can't remember the name of the – it's like a Japanese-style kind of like a sriracha sort of thing, but this one's made with black garlic. <gasps> it's like black garlic yuzu fermented. I think it's a koji in it. Let um, me get the – I'm going to go get, get the name of it. No, go get it. Oh, watch your head. <laughs> really just <laughs> almost took the headphones and microphones with her. But yeah, but it's this like spicy black garlic sauce that we have been going nuts with, like putting on everything. And um, we don't own a piece of the company. I wish that we did, but we, we're going to blow them up now. Um, and it's, I think that the, the the name that's on there, not the brand name, is is kind of a general umbrella term for like a fermented chili sort of sauce that's Japanese. This, the K name. Kanzuri. Kanzuri. Mm-hmm. I think Kanzuri is like kind of, I, I must admit, I don't know a ton about it. But this is Kanzuri, and it's, does it say a brand name on it? Whatever, fuck them. They're not paying us. We'll, we'll post a picture of it, though. <laughs> yeah, we'll post a picture of it. It's We got it at so our um, at our local spice shop. Spice shop yeah. Um, but we've been giving this to to Riggsy, too, and it's it does have chili peppers in it. Um, chili peppers, black garlic, roasted green chili peppers. And has a little bit of salt to it, but, like, not nothing Tiny, crazy. tiny yeah. amount. Um, and so it's, you know, it's got some kick to it. Yeah. Um, and he, he... He handles spice. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we put a bunch of that on. We put a little bit on his meal. Um, and then he he basically had everything we did with a couple modifications, like Mikey said. So I'm not going to feed him like raw shredded carrots. Um, those mm. are a little tough to eat. So right. I just steamed his so yeah. that they're nice and soft. He can pick them up and gum them and eat them. Um, cucumbers, I just kind of do, you know, they say like don't feed babies raw vegetables. Sure. If right. they're like super crunchy, I'm not going to give him like red peppers or something sure. that aren't steamed. But um, the kind of inside part of of the of the cucumbers oh, yeah. um, are really like beautiful, the CD sort yeah, of meat. beautiful yeah, yeah. and soft, Nut and meats. Um, <laughs> and those actually came from our backyard, um, and so it's what did our cucumbers? Oh, nice! Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I actually didn't realize that those were ours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what else did we put in there? I think. Oh, and then sesame seeds. And sesame so seeds. yeah, so sesame seeds we sprinkled all over the top. Yeah. Um, sesame is one of the foods that is a potential allergen. Right. Um, kind of on the rise allergen. Mm. And so because Rigsy had the egg allergy, we've been pretty careful with right. new allergy introductions, doing them one at a time and away from other food. Um, but sesame has been okay. And so, so what we've done is that once we introduce an allergen, we just make sure that we're like constantly reintroducing it. Right. Um, so he's had some tahini, he's had some hummus with, with tahini in it and now some sesame seeds. So. Yeah, and he's done well with everything except for eggs. Yep. And then he, one of the things that's interesting during, uh, food time. Well, the other thing about our baby is that when, we, when people meet him out and about, they're like, he's, he's like a. He's an observer. So when we're holding him and like we see people and whatever, he just will stare at them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh my gosh, like he's just such a chill kid. Like he's so amazing. <laughs> we talked about this a little on the last episode. He is fucking buck wild when he eats. Buck wild. Like not only when he eats, but I think he kind of, but when he's hungry, like like 20 minutes before he eats, it's like he is a banshee. He's screaming. <laughs> he literally cannot be, there's no chill in him. And then we get him sitting down and he will, he'll, he'll eat something. And the second it's in his gullet, 
he's screaming again for something else, like pounding the table and throwing shit. Oh my god! I don't know. I don't know if it's a, like a like a bellwether for what's going to happen in the future, oh but boy. like he's going to be a bitch in the future. <laughs> like, well, and it's wild because so, he he uh, sits in a you know a little chair yeah. while we're doing food prep. Right. Often, yeah, the little bumbo chairs, those little like squatty rubber chairs and he is like what are you doing with all of this food around and, and none of it in my face oh yeah which i appreciate i mean i'm kind of the same way but he it's just his i don't know he's been throwing these like little temper tantrums which are mm. hilarious because he's tiny <laughs> and he but he'll like we'll give him like oh here's a, we have a little whisk for him and a little spatula and like little and he plays with them and he's been chucking those fuckers across <laughs> the kitchen and you know it's the kind of thing where it's it feels like it's it's like an adult move. Yeah. Like I feel like he and I have kind of a, we have a connection, a bond to the point where I can like look at him and be like, Hey fucking bro, what are you doing? Chucking that at me, you know? <laughs> but yeah. So din- the dining with him is not like, it's not like a very relaxing experience. We're not, <laughs> it's not a candlelit romantic dinner. It's, it's a blastathon. It's cool. Cause we've recently started to give him some choices. So I'll kind of bring the plate up to him yeah. and he'll very deliberately pick what he wants. Right. right. So like this morning awesome. he was all about, the cheese and all about the mango Hell yeah. not so into the salmon so mm-hmm. it's pretty cool to watch um you know his uh, just to see his preferences oh, yeah. right now rennie's been kind of joking about like when he'll not pick see oftentimes will not pick the protein <laughs> or the meat and she, she's like oh he's a little vegan and I, mikey's not ready to handle <laughs> <laughs> mikey was so excited when he picked the cheese today <laughs> oh yeah i'm like at least he's a vegetarian yeah. well I, the, the cool thing is i keep thinking about like yes it's part it's partially taste preferences sure. and kind of sensory preferences right but also is there like nutritional preferences you know it's his yeah. body saying because in the beginning he was like all about he would take a piece of steak and suck on it and oh it was like God. his favorite food right? right and so i wonder did he need um like a bunch of iron at mm. that point and so he was just like stockpiling that you well, know is this, and is this kind of what was our friend's name that came on and talked about intuitive eating oh yeah 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 oh my god totally spacing her name yeah Sorry that we forgot your name, but we'll bring it back. (laughs) But yeah, it's, but like the best, I mean, intuitive eating is such a cool thing. And the idea of it, like being that your body knows what you need and you're able to kind of like, you know, if you just eat, like let your body guide you then, or your gut guide you. I don't exactly know how the theory goes, but, um, you know, but let your body guide you and have it be, you know, you're eating what, you know, you're getting what your body needs. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And so now he's all about the kind of veggies and fruit. And I wonder if there's like, he needs some more vitamin C right now or, um, and so I just want to say one more piece about kind of how we're building meals. Yeah. Um, you know, I kind of think about, and this is like so classically our family, right? Mikey's <laughs> all about kind of the taste and flavor profile. Mm. And so I look to Mikey for like, what spice should we add to this? What could, what would go good with salmon? What would go good with, you know, this broccoli? Um, and then I'm kind of thinking through the, the nutritional makeup of his plate. Right. Yeah. So we want some, um, something with iron because, yep. because breast milk is, is pretty deficient in iron. So, you know, usually that's something of the meat variety. Um, or we've given him tofu um, as a kind of yeah. vegetarian um, or beans. Mm-hmm. And then also something vitamin C-ish because uh, that mm. helps absorb iron. So, you know, broccoli or kiwi or some kind of veggie like that. Mm. 
And I don't then, know that I knew that broccoli had vitamin C. Sure. I yeah. don't know anything about vitamins of any variety. So yeah, vitamin. Does I mean, fish have vitamins in them. <laughs> <laughs> they they're really you're eating the rainbow, right? <laughs> With those Scandinavian yeah, they say swimmers. Eat the rainbow. So. <laughs> I've been eating the fucking rainbow. I don't know. <laughs> um, or like you know peppers, things yeah. like that. Like those those really bright, beautiful okay. veggies. Um, and then uh, like a you know kind of like a power energy food so like a you know a grain oatmeal or um even you know avocado because it's like packed with fat um cheese yogurt that kind of stuff is really good so that's that's sort of how we're balancing his plate yeah um and then you know oftentimes it's more building off of what we're eating and then you know we're just kind of assembling his plate to look something like that and the other part of it is just that we're there's so many fucking dishes and laundry and all the hobby and all the things that happen with a baby. Our dog's just barking and we're hoping that he's not going to wake up our baby. Okay, we're back. <laughs> Abby, our dog is the sweetest dog in the world and mostly barks to kind of say hello. Um, we also have a fully glass front door, which is the... I, <laughs> The amount of Amazon delivery people that have seen my penis and just random neighbors because I'm like, I you know, take off sweaty clothes downstairs and I'm running to go upstairs and shower and it's like, hey, fully glass door. Ugh. And so Abby will see anything happening out there and then bark. And it just so happens that it's like right underneath Riggy's room. God, nothing will light my rage like a dachshund five alarm you, bark. Yeah, you might hear the death of our dog on this program. <laughs> Rin, I love her. I love her mild, so much. Mild-mannered person just beheaded our dog. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. But the key part of it is just that what I was saying is that um, it's just I don't I don't ever want to be a household. And no judgment if this is your household. It, it's all good. But I don't want to have like, – I didn't grow up in a household where it was like we have the adult's meal and then the kid's meal. Like I don't want to have right. separate things. Right. You know, like obviously at some point there's going to be like a chicken nugget moment. Great, whatever. That you're not going to eat? Well, that's what I was going to say, is that I'm gonna, <laughs> I, we're going to be eating chicken nuggets. Fuck you. <laughs> so delicious. All right, so one of the segments on our show that we like to uh, bring out, what did I call it last week? I called Geriatric it- Geriatric Parenting Corner. No, Parent Party. Geriatric Parenting GPP. Party. GPP. Rindog would like to brand it as- Parenting While Old. PWO. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a segment where we talk about- um, all of the the mishaps that happen with having a baby a little bit later in life. <laughs> <laughs> and why all you pregnant 22-year-olds out there, you got it fucking right. Nice job. <laughs> um, mine is, so I have been a little resistant to joining mom groups um, yeah. for a multitude of reasons, mostly because I'm old. And it feels really weird to be in a group of um, people that are so much my junior. Is that the reason that you've been? Yeah. I mean, oh. that's that's the biggest part oh. of the reason. You're, I'm, I'm you're not... so youthful. Thank you. Um... <laughs> She's youthful. Yeah, appreciate that. <laughs> um, but more, more recently, I have, I just, it's just nice to like talk to another mom of a kid that's the same age. A lot of my other friends have kids that are teenagers and they're like starting to have sex. And I'm like, not thinking about that right now. Right. Right. Um, He's he's at least a couple months off sex. I would say. (laughs) Um, And so, uh, 
Yes. So I was invited to join this mom group. They mm-hmm. have a WhatsApp uh, chat situation. Dope. Luckily, I knew what that was. <laughs> um, I feel like they might be drug runners or gun dealers or God, something. God, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Because WhatsApp feels like – I know it's an, uh, for international travel or like if you are from another country, like it's an easy way to – like all these people live in Portland. Kids are li- are oh, using. God, I, I have don't no know. idea. Maybe. Um, I, I've been Snapchatting uh, dick pics <laughs> with my, my my guys group, my dad's group. It's cool. <laughs> um, but the and it's been really sweet. Like they, mm. um, you know, we have little chats about different things. Yeah. And one of the women loves to watch Bachelorette, <laughs> and so I was like, oh my god, these are totally my people. And um, the the <laughs> most recent chat is around a. Like a girl's night out. Yes. And I haven't, I, I've been actually a pretty good responder in this group and yep. I have not <laughs> said a thing because A, a, a girl's night out means like starting at what, when babies go down? 7, 7.30 PM? Yeah. <laughs> Might and, as well be midnight. And then what? Yeah. <laughs> like then we stay out until 10 or 11? Probably later than that. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I thought this, this mom's group was just, I was like really like feeling the vibe and I'm like, oh my God, we're going to like meet in a park at yeah. 11 after the, the kiddos naps. Like, this is so good. And this is, and now this is where the rubber meets the road. Right. Right. This is where, where the 30 year olds are like, fuck yeah, I need to get out my house and party. Yeah. And for me, the thought of that, it would be like lifting this house up by its foundation <laughs> on my shoulders. Like, it sounds like a Herculean task yeah. to leave my house after Reggie goes down. I know that's true. Yeah. And it's hard to admit we didn't put the lights on your uh, walker yet. Exactly. So it's, <laughs> exactly. I don't even know how I'd get around. You get a head, we could use a headlamp with your, and you could use sure. your hurricane. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. It's more mobile. That's, I know that's, but and it's, Yeah. Well, and then part of me is like, you should do it. But the well, the other part is that you're not drinking. No. So no, that's and right. that's like never been a big motivator for you. But right. yeah, right. but it is. There are elements like that. I mean, I will just say that uh, getting older and having any drinks of any variety. Well, this is the other piece. Like the thought of having <sighs> even a drink and yeah. then waking up at six a.m. with oh, my baby. I know. Well, no, because it's changed it. from like I used to have hangovers like body hangovers just like ow my head hurts ow Mm -hmm. every you know things hurt i'm gonna eat some greasy food and feel better Mm -hmm. but now i have these sort of existential hangovers (laughs) that are like why are you doing this you're a bad person why do you grow up (laughs) and so it's just not even fucking worth it because the next day i'm gonna be like halfway in the noose the whole day (laughs) (laughs) whatever uh my parenting while old moment I couldn't really think of a direct one because most of mine are about back pain. <laughs> and that's so boring. Because it's just like I'm trying. Most of it is about getting up off the ground while holding a, a, like a 13-pound infant uh, or and or back pain. So that's whatever. Uh, but then the other one for me the, is just this. It's And we're going to have a couple celebrity celebrity-related things on this episode. But the this one is mostly about checking how old celebrities are that I never cared about celebrities' ages. And now I'm like, wait a second. The person that I yeah. watched on television who was like I looked up to as like a like an an uncle or something like that is only four years older than me. <laughs> and it's like they've always been four years older than me. Right. Who's an example of that? 
Well, the the I'm trying to think of who it was recently. Well, what a couple of them have been. It's so it's less about their age. A lot of times it's about that they have now a child right. who is now a sex symbol or something. Right. Like they're our yeah. age, yeah. and then their kid is the newest like thirst trap who's like right. twenty. Right. I'm like, well, wait a second. That person was on a show. I don't know. I'm just having really big issues. Well, here's one that this is kind of a not good comparison, but Sinead O'Connor died. Yeah. yeah. She was 56. I know. That's going to go ahead and be 12 years old, 13 years older than us. Right. That's not many years older than us. Sinead O'Connor was like, I kind of thought of her as like our parents' age when she was out. (laughs) What? Like, I mean, I've seen a bunch of, like, Nas is six years older than us. Right. Like, I just thought of, like, oh, when I, he was coming out in high school, I was, like, in high school, and he was, like, 30 or yeah. something. Yeah. No, 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 no. 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 And so I've just, the, the and it's, I feel like time collapses a little bit as you get older. Yeah. And does. so yeah. I feel like we can hang out with 25-year-olds, and I feel totally good. Like, I feel like they like us. They probably look at me as, you know, a zaddy. I mean, I was like, he's fucking hot. <laughs> but like i feel like we're kind of up on pop culture stuff and whatever the fact that you even have to say that is it's it's so sad i just saw this meme of like this and it's like a uh older man older woman and he's got like a supreme flat brim five panel hat on and he's kind of like on his on one knee in front of like a g a g wagon and she's dressed kind of in a cool way or whatever and it says us showing up to our kids uh, high school graduation because we had our kids in our 40s <laughs> so they're like all hip hopped out 65 year olds and i just i vibe with that so hard i'm yeah. like yes 100 yeah, percent. yeah yeah so i don't know i don't have a specific moment but i'm just i i am feeling like i was never someone who valued youth like i was never someone who even valued kind of coolness and now i'm like Fuck, maybe I was a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And I wasted all those years. Well, isn't that, what's the saying? Youth is wasted on the young, right? Is that what it is? Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, so we've got a, you know, kind of the the bulk of our show today. We wanted to talk a little more politically. Sure. Well, yeah, we're, this show can kind of, you know, I, we want this show to kind of feel like the discussions that we have in our house. Sure. But like we do it into your ears. You're fucking sure. welcome. Um, so it's lots of different fart jokes. Uh, it's a little celeb goss here and there. Uh, but yeah, but then also there's, you know, we, we've talked a lot about SB8 through the years. A lot of the things that have kind of related to us through the journey that we've gone through with infertility, um, with uh, ending a pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, our world is pr- pretty fucking hectic right now mm-hmm. when it comes to the way that these things are happening. Yeah. Um, and we were just, we were talking a lot about I guess the I guess the umbrella way to say it would be food security, mm-hmm. um, and just the idea that it's something that people are even having to be concerned about mm-hmm. in our country is just a wild thing. That we have the highest levels of food waste, and yet also some of the highest levels of food insecurity for a developed nation like that's as big as sure. ours is confounding. Yeah, right for sure. Yeah, um, you know, and we we talked a lot about the. Just the fact that, you know, infant nutrition, maternal nutrition is you're laying the foundation for the rest of these humans' lives, right? Yeah, for sure. And the fact that it's 
like take formula, for example. Mm -hmm. It's one of the most expensive things in a grocery store, (sighs) oftentimes behind locked glass, right? Right. Because it's so expensive. Right. And, um, I think I think it's both things, right? I think it's that it's so expensive and it's so important. Yeah. Like it's something that everybody needs and so you would steal it cuz it's like you'd be you're desperate enough that you need it. You have to have it. Because your baby would die what? without it, right? Right. Um Yeah, and the you know, just the idea that we exist in a place where we have a for-profit enough system. Yeah. Um that the you know the the price gouging is making food for a baby inaccessible. Well, and because it's you know it is such a necessity and it's such a need, they know that they can charge kind of whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And it's I just think it's it was mind blowing for me to see the dichotomy, right? Yeah. Because one, if you can breastfeed, it's free. Right. Right. It's free. Your body, I mean, it's not free from a uh, <laughs> from how much the mother has to work at it right, and right. how much time it takes and all those different things. Well, and but there's it's literally the key. free. <laughs> right. Right. There the you know, the amount of time yeah. and ultimately resources sure. it took for me to get our breastfeeding journey off oh, yeah. the off the ground yeah. would not have happened had we not been as well resourced as we are, had I not been off from work. Yes. Um, and so he would have been a kid on formula and we would have, I mean, been having to pay for his food. Right. right? Um, I just think that it's wild that it's either free or it's very expensive. Right. Right. It just, and it's the idea that anybody would have to compromise something else in their life or where, I mean, the amount of formula Slash other baby things that I've bought for people outside of a, a store where they've they've needed some help and you know I've been like what can I get for you the idea that that's even something that people would have to stress about is right. is wild to me in our country right. and it's and I also just think that there's I mean let's just get down to brass tacks right a lot of this is about money a lot of this is about capitalism if we really want to break things down along a along a political line Republicans are more focused on keeping capitalism supporting uh you know large companies and there are also people that are quote unquote pro life or anti choice and the idea to me that you can be pro birth mm-hmm. and not you know not allow people to access the healthcare that they deserve but then once the kid is born you don't support that kid on any level there's no funding for pre pre-k programs um there's no like i mean it should you should be able to allow you should be able to get baby food diapers things like that i think at least at severe discounts but it's or it should just be free you should have right. access to it and right. republicans would never allow for that are you kidding no. me pro pre-earth side life right <laughs> Right. And then once you're here, we're going to fucking lock you up. We're going to, I mean, look at what Abbott is doing in the river in the Rio Grande right now. He's like allowing babies and mothers to be caught up in razor wire in the middle of the river and drown. Right. That's not very fucking pro-life. Right. Right. Yeah. And there, you know, there, we do have safety nets, obviously. Right. Um, Oh, for sure. With programs. Yeah. you know, and I, my, my mom was actually um, a WIC recipient yeah. when I was younger. And I assumed that WIC was just a an income-based um, initiative, yeah. right? Uh, 
Like based on household income. Yeah. I thought that too. We're in a place where we don't have to think about that, right? right. And so I I assumed that it was only based on income. Yeah. But doing a little research, I realized that it's now, um, it's income-based, but also nutritional risk-based. Mm. So you have to like tick all these boxes. You have to be a resident of the state that you're accessing WIC from. Okay. You have to have a, you know, you have to be, 185% below the federal poverty limit. And then you also have to have this n- nutritional risk. So let's say you're a pregnant mom and you have anemia, yeah. right? Then you can qualify. But and otherwise, so, but so if, but if you only have one of those categories, no. No. Yeah. You, well that, and that to me feels like Limiting that feels like something that's been that's been pushed by the GOP, right? It just yeah, does. well, because I and to my mom like might that. just be misremembering, but she said that she never had to because what happens is you have to go to a medical provider and sort of like you know get your get your get out of jail free card, right? You have to get your like medical assessment card, yeah. Because that it seems says, like SNAP. I was looking at SNAP, and that seems like it's literally just you have to have residency and then income. yes, yeah, yes, okay. totally. Um, and so my mom might be misremembering, okay. but she she doesn't remember having to do any sort of like nutritional risk assessment. Yeah. She said, nope, it was just because our income was this. And so I received the the benefits. Um, so I'm, you know, I, I couldn't really find when that nutritional risk assessment was put in, right. but it looks like it was part of a later bill um, that that was yeah. part of the WIC program. Well, so. and, I mean, and you said this a little bit last night, but um, babies are born with an innate nutritional need. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. mean, when when we were having, you know, you were starting to breastfeed with Riggy and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't happening really at the beginning. Mm-hmm. We were really interested in keeping him uh, uh, eating breast milk. Yeah. Right. And so there's a, there's a, uh, a, a milk bank here um, and it's a cool program, whatever. Um, it was unbelievably expensive and it was something that we were able to do and chose to do, but it was, what was the, what was it again? I think it was 12 times, 12 times. It was 12 times the price of powdered formula. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. And we, we were using it as kind of like a bridge. Like we, you know, we kind of needed it just to supplement while, you know, you were kind of getting off the ground and then you guys really figured your, your stuff out and and well, and I want to just insert a little shout out here. Yeah. Um, I have a. An oh. amazing younger sister. Yes. Who also has a young whippersnapper. She's now <laughs> what, 16 or 17 months. And um, she was also breastfeeding at the time. Yeah. And had a lot of stored breast milk that she was, you know, sort of going to donate. And, and you know, right, you know, while we were in the hospital, yeah. we FaceTime with my sister and we're kind of talking to her about the, you know, the sort of challenges that we were having. And she was like, what about if I send you some of mine. Yeah. And so really um, immediate, we both immediately started crying. Oh my God. Well, it was just such a gift because yeah. in the beginning, um, you know, we were God, just like pumping and doing a little bit of donor milk yeah. from the hospital and then going to the milk bank. Oh, and yeah. then my sister's shipment came in and it was just so, so special um, to know that, you know, he was getting, what he needed yeah. and that it was coming from a family member yeah, and that wild. this is, you know, this is right. What, what happens when this you're, the, it takes a village moment. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but it was really, it was just such a special moment for, for all of us. And I feel like now him and his cousin are yeah. sort of like forever bonded. Mm. Right. Um, I think it's just so cool. When this, it, it, this also just like leads me to another place where I'll watch my TikToks. You will. And <laughs> there's all these like videos of like, you know, a 75 year old Domino's pizza delivery driver coming to someone's door and right. like, and you know, then this sweet conversation, whatever. And then the person, the TikTok person, ha- you know, ends up like raising $35,000 for this person so that they can maybe retire or whatever. But just the idea, like, I feel like in our country, there should be like an age. Like if you make it to that age, you don't have to worry about money anymore. <laughs> Right. And on some level, this is what Social Security is for and all these different things. But, like, I mean, the amount of people that are my, our parents' age, my especially my parents' age, that have a Social Security payment or whatever, that is, like, it's nothing. Right. I mean, it's just right. the most limited amount of money. Right. And so they're on these fixed incomes. And then they, they have very little freedom around travel, around, like, really feeling secure in their lives. I just think it's, like, something that you should not have to worry about if you're 80 years old, right. you know. Right. Right. And our country just... I don't know. One of the things we kind of, this is not really in the food security uh, realm, but we got talking about like the, the idea of medicine and being able to be, you know, like the Martin Screlly, you know, jacking up the, you know, he got the the patent on this particular, um, it was an HIV related malaria drug, I think. And he jacked it up from $13 to like $670 per pill. And then the other one is the EpiPen, right? Mm-hmm. So Riggy has this allergy, egg allergy, and we didn't know what was what the other allergies might be. And so they had us get this, this AviQ, AviQ. AviQ, yeah. Yeah, and so it's like a little kid EpiPen basically, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. I have an EpiPen um, because I've been stung by a bunch of bees. And after like the hundredth bee that I got stung by, I started like swelling up, you know? And so we just keep an EpiPen in the house. And I was like, oh, an EpiPen. It's like the copay on it is probably 20 bucks or something. No, it was $150. Mm-hmm. And I started to just do some research into EpiPens because I knew there was that, you know, in 2016, I think it was, there was this unbelievable spike mm-hmm. in in the mm-hmm. cost of the EpiPen. So Mylan is the name of the company that makes the that makes the EpiPen. And so it rose from in 20 in 2009, it was $124 for two EpiPens. Mm-hmm. And now it's 600 in 2016, it rose to $609. Jesus. And so one of the interesting things that I had not known about was the regulatory panel in the government that was overseeing, that oversees things like this. And when the complaints came up about the, you know, the, the cost gouging, price gouging, they were the the kind of final say on whether this was going to be an okay thing to happen. Mm-hmm. So the CEO of Mylan Pharmaceuticals is, um, just so happens to be Joe Manchin's daughter. Oh. And Joe Manchin... Who is a dino, Democrat in name only, um, was the head of this panel. And so let it all go through. And then it also happens that Mylan is consistently the biggest donor to his campaign. So anyways, that was just, it's a little side story, but it was something that I found. And it's just fucking mind-blowing. Like, are we kidding? That's literally like nepotism in the highest form in the highest office and we're ta- and the thing is for me is it's like i don't know if we were talking about let's just say botox or something mm-hmm. like it's a it's a you know it's something you're choosing to do it's like an elective surgery or elective procedure fine epipens keep people alive from allergies mm-hmm. that might kill them mm-hmm. that they didn't choose to have some of them are children some of them are older people whatever it is someone has like a peanut allergy and they don't have access to an epipen because they don't have 609 dollars mm-hmm. 
I, I don't know. It's yeah. th- that to me is just, it's criminal. Yeah. 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 A better example might be um, boner pills. <laughs> oh, boner pills. <laughs> because, sure. Totally. Because Botox sometimes is used <laughs> well, for migraines. And I was going like to say that I know Botox has like off-label uses. Yeah. I think, no. I think boner pills, boner pills. Is, is probably the, the best. <laughs> Right, I'm going to pop a boner pill real quick. <laughs> okay, we're back, folks. And uh, we have a... Uh, it's not a quizathon. Oh. No, it's not. Okay. This is a celebrity food quirks Ooh. questionnaire is what I'm going to call it. Okay. Yeah. So this is our celebrity corner. Um, we've got... Uh, I have five questions. Mm-hmm. And these are related to... Um, odd food habits that a certain celebrity has, and I'm gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna name the odd food habit, and then you're gonna guess out of four famous people, uh, uh, what, oh, fun. <laughs> which person it is. Okay, I like it. Yeah, like and it. this is actually not. Um, most of my quizzes are unwinnable because they're my objective, right or wrong. Yeah. These literally are. They are. Wait, my subjective. Yeah, subjective, right uh-huh. or wrong. These are objectively right or wrong because it's a real person. Great. Are you ready? I am. Okay, we have I one. Love, I love a test I can ace. Yes, we have four. <laughs> These are very difficult. Okay. No, okay. They're stumpers. I am ready. So we have four questions. Okay. Ready? Who is the celebrity that has to have ketchup with them at all times, uh, including having to have each one of their security guards and bodyguards carry Emergency ketchup with them wow. everywhere that they go. Four choices are Nicolas Cage. Uh-huh. I would love to. God, I wish I could do like an impression of each of these people when I do it. Yeah. Nick Cage. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. No, I don't know. <laughs> Was that my English can you, accent? Can you sing a little ditty, maybe? I don't know any of his songs. <laughs> Body is a Wonderland. Um, 50 Cent. Uh-huh. Curtis Jackson uh-huh. or Renee Zellweger. Oof. I'm going to say mm, I'm going to say 50 Cent. You are incorrect. Damn it's it. Eddie Shreddy Eddie Sheeran. Little Eddie Sheeran, which is actually also the celebrity that uh thousands of Instagrammers said our baby looked like was little Eddie no. Sheeran. I know. I'm, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have it was of thought his hair. that a that a uh, Brit. Brit would be carrying ketchup. I like immediately eliminated him. No offense. I just thought, I don't know. No offense to Britain, but their food tastes are kind of garbage and um, ketchup's garbage. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that cheer is kind of garbage. Sorry, mom. <laughs> My mom loves that cheer. <laughs> okay. Uh, second question mm-hmm. zero for one. Um, which celebrity dips mint Milanos and Oreos in lemonade? Oh. And brags about it and talks about how everybody should do it. No. Four choices are. Okay. Kim Kardashian. Uh-huh. Kimothy Kardashian. <laughs> Giada De Laurentiis. Uh-huh. Boobalicious chef Giada <laughs> De Laurentiis. Mark Zuckerberg, otherwise known as Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> or Cardi B. I'm I'm going between Cardi B and Mark Zuckerberg. Mm. <laughs> No one's ever gone between <laughs> Cardi B and Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> but I like um, it. I've never seen it on the Kardashian, so I've eliminated Kim. Okay, you're right. Kimothy. Um, I'm going to go with, oh, God. I'm going to go with Zuckerberg. Eh. Oh. That's going to be Giada De Laurentiis. What? Yes. 
Sorry, with those big old jumpers that she's got. God, it's shocking. I, yeah, I, I eliminated her pretty early. Yeah, I know. I, I was a little thought. bit shocked by it. It's kind of kind of something. I feel like though, food people yeah. often have the most egregious food things That's that they do yeah. or eat, or yeah. it's kind of like sometimes psychologists are the, oh, are like have, have the deepest tangled, yeah deepest yeah. seated mental health stuff yeah that's interesting um i kind of feel the same way about chefs and food people <laughs> yeah i get it it's also just like i think food i think of chefy people that are just like willing to they're like oh lemonade is an acid and uh-huh. it'll brighten up the flavor of the melon whatever you know it's yeah. kind of like it's fun yeah. yeah and it's also like i think there's a thing about well i don't know i think of a shot of espresso it's got a squeeze of lemon in it mm-hmm. like traditionally in italy yeah i don't know Okay. It's not that crazy right. for me. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Zero for two. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Which celebrity, or probably many of them do, but um, which celebrity am I talking about that regularly tips 10%? Oh, gross. And did it at a, uh, f- a five or $600 dinner um, with another very famous couple as well. Gross. I don't know if it's a hint, but he was with a very, very famous couple and the two women in the of the couples were sis our sisters. I don't know if that helps you at all. No. <laughs> okay. Um, the four guesses are Joe Rogan, mm. Stanley Tucci, mm. Angelina Jolie, Amy Schumer. Stanley Tucci. Nice. <laughs> Everybody got such a hard on for Stanley Tucci with the Italian thing. I fucking hate Stanley Tucci. I didn't like that show. I, I thought found he was such him, a dick. Yeah, kind of dickish. Yeah. So he's bit. married to Emily Blunt's sister. Oh, I didn't know that. John Krasinski, Emily Blunt, and then he his his wife is a Blunt of some variety. But yeah, supposedly 10%. tips 10%. And I'm like, bro, you're like a food person. You travel a lot. Are you, You're tipping 10%. And you've got so much money. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Okay. Final answer. You have it's one for three at this point. Mm. So if this this is a winner take off, you okay. get this, then you win everything. Like all okay. the enchiladas. Um, oh god, you know what we just figured out with a book that we were reading is that they were talking about uh, a little bur- a little donkey. So a burrito, it's a burrito. <laughs> I never thought about it. I said all the enchiladas. A burrito is maybe a little donkey. Is that what it's named after? A little donkey? I don't know. Let's not look it up. Okay. We'll look it up and talk about it next time. But yeah, Donquito. <laughs> um, okay, which celebrity threw up on stage twice after drinking too much milk before their performance? Mm. Which on, uh, celebrity threw up, threw up on stage for drinking too much milk right before the performance? Is it Dave Matthews? <laughs> hey, Dave. <laughs> Justin Bieber. Ricky Rose. Rick Ross. <laughs> John Mayer. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of. I'm Who's gonna, a milky boy? Yeah. Who's, who's a, that milky boy? I mean, Biebs feels like he's young enough to still drink milk. <laughs> like maybe he's, he's still breastfeeding. Maybe? Like maybe, yeah. maybe he still needs that full fat cow's milk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, his um, bones are brittle. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound like a Biebs move, though. Mm. Um, <laughs> You're thinking more her Dave? Yeah, because I feel like or Dave would get really high and eat like a sleeve of Oreos yeah, and, and then chug crush a bunch, a bunch of milk. Of milk. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dave, Dave's uh, tour bus did. Uh, drop poop all over tourists on a boat in Chicago. Right. I yeah. feel like there's some there's some questionable behavior. Yeah. With DMV. With David. Mm-hmm. 
All right, I'm going with Dave. <laughs> it was Justin Bieber. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Should have went it. with my first with instinct. <laughs> well, part of me is like, Biebs, was it too much milk? It was you were chugging, just chugging milk before the performance. Right. Like milk isn't like a performance enhancer. Was he um, drinking mudslides? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, cool. Because <laughs> that also kind of TJ feels Fridays. like, that feels like Biebs. You yeah, know? underage like, drinking, yeah. you're like a mudslides with people, what adults drink. Yeah, I love that. All right, yeah, let's, um, let's wrap this up. Uh, burrito. Oh, nice. She looked it up. Diminutive form of burro. Oh, diminutive. <laughs> diminutive is good. Listen, we love you guys. Um, we hope this show was funny, informative, um, and got your taste buds just dancing. Mm, tingling. And you're overeating some Swedish fish. <laughs> Scandinavian da, 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 swimmers. Scandinavian swimmers. Uh, we love you guys. We'll be back next week. Reach out to us at Mikey, or no, let's eat at MikeyandRin.com. Or the Insta at uh, at Mikey and Rin, mm-hmm. and then we're MikeyandRin.com. Yeah. And uh, we'll have our side-by-side baby daddy mama meals um, to show you this week. Lighten up the Instagram. Lighten it up. Love you guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.